Hello and welcome to Talking Trades, the podcast where we talk about comics and comic-related media. So you don't have to. I am Matt, the B-list DC fan. And I'm John, the guardian of the podcast. <laughs> and did you know Invincible, he is a uh, primarily, well, really, he's he's an image comics um, character, but he has been involved in crossovers, which Image doesn't really do. Uh, and they both happened around the same time where he has met Batman and the Avengers. I did not know that. That's super cool. Yeah, that is super cool. And so is this show, Invincible. Just, I was I was going in. This was when I saw the trailer for this show forever ago. I was like, oh, looks neat. Maybe I'll check it out. Um, and it was great. It was, it was fun. I'm convinced J.K. Simmons never just throws in a performance. No. And his, he's so good. He's so talented. I love him so much. He's fantastic. Um, another superstar cast um, for this show, for this animated show on Amazon. Has eight episodes. Each of them go about 45 minutes long. And uh, tells the story of Mark Grayson, great name, uh, as he learns to deal with his newfound superpowers and becomes what, invincible. What did you know about Invincible before watching the show? I know you mentioned you watched the trailer. A while Literally ago. nothing. I knew that I didn't really like his costume. <laughs> That's about it's it. fine. It's like hopeful and bright. Yeah. Like, that's not that the, works. It's not the color scheme. I don't like the goggles. I completely understand why he has them, but I just don't like them. Um, but no, other than that, I knew literally nothing about Invincible going into this show. Just nothing. So I listened to a lot of kind of funny and they're huge fans of the comics. So I knew that the comics wrapped up, I think in the past, like, 12-ish months, maybe 18 months. Mm. The book ended. Um, but I didn't know too much, but I knew that like the first episode was like, I think what I heard was it was going like one way and you're like, all right, I'm in for it. And then this happens and then you're like, okay, I'm in for it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's kind of what happens. So episode that is I did not, I did not anticipate <laughs> like. Like I saw the meme, so I knew something was going to be up. I didn't think it was immediately going to happen. Right. <laughs> right. It was, that was like the best non-spoiler way to describe episode one is that you yeah. think it's going a certain way and then it goes a different way. Um, for those listening who haven't watched, uh, spoiler alert, starting now. So let's Isn't it uh, crazy when everyone dies? <laughs> Isn't it crazy? <laughs> so the show starts off uh, with um, two two guards at the White House, and they're talking about their lives. And one's talking about how he's going to be going to England with his stepson Matt, and how they've really connected after a while, and, and it's very nice. And then uh, two big blue guys uh, show up. And start wrecking the place. They are the Mauler twins. Mauler twins. And their goal is to take out the president. As you do. As you know, as you do. What a way to start a superhero show with just send in here are some bad guys that send in the clones, you know? <laughs> send in the clones, yes. <laughs> and have them argue about which one is the actual clone. Which was which was fun. I liked that part of their character, but so they they send in and you send them after right the president. It's a nice way to introduce the guardians of the globe as they show up to stop it. And the guardians of the globe is all hundred percent the Justice League. No, <laughs> you have no. You have the immortal who is kind of Superman. You have Darkwing, who is Batman. You have War Woman, uh, Wonder Woman, um, the Green. Very Guy. clearly Wonder Woman. You have Martian Man, who's like, come on. <laughs> Martian Manhunter. 
Um, I forget the giant. There's no. There's name. no duplicate. No, duplicate. Oh, that's not on that team. That's not, why that's not on that team. I got yet. it. She's we got it. Point. We got it. We She's got on it. the team team. Um, but there's, there's the, the 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 lady in the green who can like kind of like uh, like Kitty Pride through stuff. Yeah, the green ghost. Um, there's that fish monster dude who's <laughs> Aquaman, and there's then, like the Scotsman. <laughs> yeah, and then there's I forgot what uh, he does. <laughs> There's Red Rush, who is the Flash, but a Russian Flash. It's great. It was great. They show up. They they start fighting these two these two big blue dudes, um, to and you know try to save all these White House staffers and things of that nature. Um, and things are getting pretty hairy until suddenly, Omni Man appears. Omni Man shows up which is like the real super yeah the more the way super too busted Superman. doesn't need to be on a team uh kind of like you know salt and pepper hair mm-hmm. like like it looks good um yeah it just it comes in and uh saves the day but you could tell there's like a little bit of animosity between him and the guardians like there's some dirty looks cast back and forth but the day is saved, and he takes a lot of the credit because he's Omni Man, he the world's Omni-Man. greatest superhero. As you do, as yeah, exactly as you do. And the thing is, still, like his powers are still not as overpowered as Superman because he doesn't have like frost breath or laser vision or anything like right. that. He can just fly, and he's really, but he's really still strong, and he's indestructible. Leagues better. League stronger than any other member. Maybe the whole Guardians put together. Who knows? Maybe uh, we'll then, find out. Then we cut back to pretty much a slice of life. You know, yeah. uh, we meet Mark at home and they're like waiting for breakfast, but dad's not home yet. And oh my God, dad is Omni-Man. His but everyone knows he's Omni-Man. It's not a Lois and Clark scenario. Yeah. yeah. Or the Super Adventure, Superman, whatever the Stabby Superman show. It's not that scenario. Everyone knows he's Omni-Man. And they're talking in, uh, about how Mark's powers haven't happened yet, and they're supposed to happen when he turns eighteen, because the dad, whose name is Nolan, is from Virilium, I think. Is that uh, the name of the it's planet? The, he, Starts with a V. I can say a, that much. He's a Ventrumite. Um, I think Vent- it's Ventrum. Ventrum. Okay. Ventrum. So he's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look it up in the meantime. But he's from. Uh, like he describes where he's from, and it's this like beautiful utopian planet and they just go around helping people because they have all this technology and he volunteered to come to earth alone and be its sole protector because that's what they do he describes it like the similar to the uh the green lantern Corps. yeah where like you have this sector you have this sector keep them all safe and mark just wants to be like his dad because his dad is freaking omni man <laughs> yeah his dad is the superhero <laughs> so like i totally get it and the we cut some work in his uh his uh probably five to nine his burger job after at work the, at, at the burger mart. mart yep yeah at, at burger mart at burger mart and he's taking out the trash and i've been there i'm sure you've been there it sucks oh wow. so he <laughs> he takes the uh, trinity mustard like uh, lobs one bag in the in the dumpster, and then he does the same thing. But the last one goes to to space. Yeah, he <laughs> goes to orbit. Yeah, he <laughs> chucks it. Um, and before that happens, we see him at school, and he's just kind of you know there. He's just kind of a kid. He um, sticks up for a girl who's being harassed, and you see him just get beaten the snot out of, just knocked around. Um, clearly having just not great day. So what do you do? You go to work and you throw a a garbage a garbage bag just to the moon. Yeah, and just straight up into space. Which, like, I wish I could do that. You know, there were times in my life where I think I would probably have done that. Then at dinner, the Mark's like, "Hey, guess what?" And they're like, "What?" He says, someone's getting his powers. And there's no reaction from Nolan. No. Then the mom, uh, Debbie, kicks him. 
He's like, that, that, that's great. That's great. Oh my God. That's amazing. Uh, we'll start training. It'll be great. So you're like, all right, this is going to be a nice, cool. He's going to come to his own as a superhero and it's going to be great. Then you get the title card because he's going to be invincible. And the, and that's one thing I love about the series too is the title cards. Yeah. So like every time in an episode, they would say the word invincible. That's when a title card will come in. It's not necessarily in the beginning. No. It's just some point in the episode when they would say invincible. That's when the title card comes up and plays yeah. with the word. Yeah, and, and one, it gets more and more bloody. Yeah, it does. And in, in the ridiculous. opening one, um, the first time we see Invincible is when he is at his dad's tailor shop. Um, and his tailor's name is Art, played by Mark Hamill. Yep. Um, and the, they go there and first, you know, dad's like, hey, we need to get you a suit and stuff like that because Mark is... You know, he's excited. He gets to be a superhero. He he starts training with his dad. And, and uh, he even, like, he he went out, like, the first night and he started flying. And he flew basically all the way till orbit and then just fell and <laughs> created a big old hole in the backyard, which, like, they have to have, they have to spend so much money on landscaping at their house. So much. Between now Mark and Nolan, who both fly. Of course, Mark doesn't really know how to land. Um, but they train. Um, Mark, being a teenager, um, goes and he's like, I, you know, I have to fight. I need to do something. And he goes and he tr- stops a guy who's robbing a bank. Uh, guy has cool, cool powers where he can like make, give himself like a, a, a stone. Um, a stone like protection, like armor. Um, and that's all fun and games. He causes a lot of destruction and he gets some grades from his dad saying, Hey, this is what you could have done better. This, that, and the other. Um, and that's where Mark's like, dad, I want to be like you and they have a nice hug and it's a good father son moment and kind of sets up. Okay. So Mark's going to be training with his dad. And it's going to be all hunky-dory. And then, yeah, when he's like, everybody has to have a name, he finally comes up with his name. And as he's about to say it, boom, invincible. And then, yeah, as John said, every episode, there's just more blood. More. Then we get to the, which I thought was a post-credit scene, but it's just the rest of the episodes I've come to find out. Yeah. Where you're at the home base of the Guardians of the Globe. Yes. And everyone was called there. They don't know what's going on. And then Omniban shows up and just wrecks everybody. Yeah. Just bloody, kills bloody, decapitates the immortal, like destroys everybody. Yeah. He does the, uh, the mountain thing from Game of Thrones to Red Rush. Like, thing. Don't and this is right after you actually just got like a lot of tiny, like, vignettes character building of this whole team. <laughs> you see them all die, they get decimated by like, Omni Man. Yikes! And, and Omni Man, after his fight, collapses um, from exhaustion because he's still amazingly strong and unbelievably powerful, but he's still taking on the Earth's mightiest heroes. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, he does get beat around a little bit, but he's able to take them all out. Episode two, we see Mark kind of grow more into the hero uh, in the Guardian's absence that the government seems to be just trying to cover up and pretend it's not happening. Mm-hmm. The there are these aliens who come in through like a portal or like a rift, and it is not going well. Mark is also having trouble like doing things for real. Yeah, and he's just clamming up, but it's okay because the team 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 team. I'm like, I know it's not Titans. I know it's not Titans. I know it's not Titans. Uh, <laughs> the team team is here. Uh, which is led by 
Rex. Rexplode. There's Rexplode. Adam yeah, there's Eve. a lot of them. There's which Rexplode thing is he like is kind of like Gambit, only infinitely less cool. I think he just throws things that blow up. Yeah. Uh, Duplicate, which copies herself, which is really cool. Uh, Adam Eve, which can do misc. <laughs> right? Like, I don't yeah. know what her set is. It's just whatever she needs. Telekinesis, she, maybe? She uh, barriers? Like, it. what do you need? <laughs> she explains it at one point during this show, but... Uh, 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 like misc. Her, yeah, misc. <laughs> like, her, her weapons remind me of, like, Psylocke's... Um, psychic weapons that she uses sure. when she's fighting and stuff like that. But yeah, she kind of does, does, uh, she, she's, she can create, I guess like, yeah, barriers and stuff using some sort of power. Um, yeah. And then also just like make coffee with her mind. Like it's whatever, whatever she needs to do, she can get done. It's yeah. fine. Then you um, have, uh, who else robot. Is there? Robot. <laughs> with the excellent, like calculated voice of Zachary Quinto. Yes. So good. Also, Jason Mansukas as Rex Flode is great because he is a loud, obnoxious jerk. And I love Jason Mansukas, but that is what his voice was created for. Yes. And it was wonderful. <laughs> if you don't know who he is, uh, he plays, um, he plays uh, Feinstein on Parks and Rec. He is, Adrian Pimento on Brooklyn Nine Nine. He's been. He's so on The Good Place. He's on How Did This Get Made. Uh, he's in the league. He's great. Big mouth. Lots of great stuff. Yes. Uh, yeah. So he kind of gets uh, pretty friendly with the the Guardians team. And the government went back to the lair and collected everything, but they can't, like, all the body pieces in the crime scene. They're trying to figure out exactly what happened. And the leader of the, uh, of the, uh, the, the GDA? I think. Uh, yeah. The global, the global defense agency, Cecil Stedman, or Cecil Stedman, I forget what they call him in the in this show. I've heard it both ways. Uh, Cecil is like, everybody leave, need the room right now, immediately. And then Demon Detective shows up. I loved him. Isn't he cool? He was I thought so he was super cool. cool. <laughs> it also just serves to like, it's cool because like, this is a new comic universe, right? So yeah. like, we know with Marvel and DC, there's like the street level stuff. There's the space stuff. There's the magic stuff. And like, we keep like, we, we know that all going in. Because we just know there's those like corners of the universe, but this like this is how they introduce the magic corner of the universe is yeah. like demon detective. We're like okay, okay. I, I loved him. He was so <laughs> interesting. And like, yeah, this is from Image Comics, and Image Comics, another big name from Image that involves a character from Hell is maybe you've heard of him, Spawn. Um, mm-hmm, and he mm-hmm, this, mm-hmm. so this technically uh, it. And one of the maybe maybe Spawn helped them found at, Image Comics. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, Invincible technically takes place in the same universe that Spawn is in. Um, but yeah, he's so cool. Every time he sh- like you know he's there is because the room gets really really cold and stuff, and he mm-hmm. just shows up and he's doing detective work and he's got his like old like nineteen twenties. Right, your 1920s or 1940s. Yeah, you're like noir overcoat. Yeah, noir it's so great. I love and it. The fedora, and he's just this demon who's just like just doing detective stuff. I yep. would absolutely read his comics. I think they'd be really cool. Oh yeah, because um, it'd be very low power, just very detective. <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> very interesting. And uh, yeah, so then you find out that the government kind of. He's just, I don't know if he, I don't know if the government like contracted him or if he's just doing it to do it, but he's, mm-hmm. he's determined to find the answers. He needs to know what's going on. Cause this is not typical. Also, one thing I forgot to mention, uh, Omni-Man roughed himself. He was roughed up in the combat, but he also like kind of roughed himself up Yeah, and is laying there as the sole survivor of this attack. So this attack looks like it was purposefully done to offseat all the superheroes. 
So they're trying to search down leads of super villains or people who would have a problem with superheroes, which would, of course, never put Omni-Man on the radar. No. Um, I think that's about that, unless there's more you want to discuss in that one. In that one, I mean, we see Mark, um, he allows himself to get uh, beat up by um, that one bully again after he realizes he has his powers and he just kind of sits there and he takes it and he shows no no sort of like emotion and it freaks the dude out. Um, (laughs) Eventually that dude runs into him and the girl who he was sticking up for, whose name is Amber, uh, uses the bully to go up to Mark to give him her phone number, which I thought was creative and fun um, how they did that. And so we see this, this like he's starting with the powers. He's starting like his life is kind of starting to turn around. He's starting to get kind of everything he's ever wanted, right? He's getting, he's getting, you know, his, his, he's getting kind of popular, uh, a pretty girl at school is paying attention to him. Um, he is friends with one of the most popular girls in school, which is Eve, because they go to the same high school together. Uh, Adam, Eve, and Invincible do. And it just shows like he's, hey, everything's going great. And we, when he runs into them with those, those, those aliens, he gets like his first mini uh nemesis with that one guy he hits with like a, a cinder block because they mm-hmm. leave because the first time they arrive they the the earth's like time is different than their time back on their planet so they start to age and die they leave they come back they have new fun little bracelets that stop that they break those bracelets they leave they come back and then when all hope seems to be lost Omni-Man steps in and is like, hey, don't touch my kid. And then he goes and follows him through the portal and destroys everything on that planet. Uh, episode three begins with the audacity. The audacity of Omni-Man giving a eulogy for the Guardians at their funeral. Yes. I love J.K. Simmons so much. He's so talented. Like I don't think I've seen him in anything that I particularly disliked. He's even fun to watch in the Farmers commercials. Uh, I didn't much care for Joss Whedon's Justice League. Yeah, but it's not on I'll put him. that out there. That's it is not, not on, on his. That's not on his performance. I'm sure his <laughs> performance was fine for all like two seconds we see of him. Uh, yeah, so this is, this episode I think is largely that, um, I don't remember what else, uh, we forgot Monster Girl, right? Yeah, so, well, now that it's been confirmed that the Guardians of the Globe are dead, um, the GDA recruits Robot to create a new Guardians of the Globe. And so he holds tryouts. And and before these tryouts, um, Adam Eve and Rexplosion or Rexplode or how, whatever his name is, uh, they were an item. Rexplode cheats on her uh, with Duplicate. And so all they have all of her. Um, so they have a, a big, a big, um, big kerfuffle she's at the the tryouts but she's not going to join the guardians of the globe because she doesn't want to work with rexplode which can't blame her right so no i get it so that's when we see the the new guardians of the globe which is rexplode and duplicate and monster girl and the one guy whose name escapes me you know the one uh uh-huh. And then Robot, who is picked to lead this new Guardians. Um, and they go and begin their training. As you can imagine, Rexplode is a butthead the entire time. 
and this this new Guardians of the Globe takes quite a bit for them to finally lift off and get their feet under them. Yeah. Yeah. So so we see And throughout all of this we see the usual stuff we've come to expect with uh Mark struggling to live both his school and or his like superhero in his personal life. Yeah. Um, we see that we see him try to, you know, balance like dating uh, Amber, but like, Oh no, I have to go save people at Mount Rushmore. Yeah. You know, that old chestnut. It's fine. Yeah. Very, uh, very Spider-Man esque high schooler yeah. trying to, trying to have it all as a superhero. Yeah, this overall Invincible plays very heavily into tropes, which is absolutely fine. Yeah. Not a pro or a con. Just they play, it, it, I think it allows them to do a lot of shortcutting, which again, I don't mean with a negative, but it lets them just do, you guys as the audience, like you get what's happening here. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> and then go on to the next plot point. Right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. This, I watched this all in a day. So like, as far that's as fine. I separating finished. episode to episode, I'm like a little struggling. That's fine. That. I'm, I finished a majority of it today so I can help where I can. Cause I still have it fresh, um, good, for the good, most good, part. Good. So yeah, a lot of, a lot of Mark's story is just him training with his dad and trying to juggle this life as a high schooler and as, as a son and, and, and as, you know, as invincible and as a boyfriend and all these other things that are going on. Um, and so eventually he is, and, and a few times the GDA tries to recruit Omni-Man to do, to go into space for this, that, or the other. Um, and, and his mom is like, no, you, you have to stay home. Uh, you know, the guardians are dead. They could be coming after us. We need you at home. And Mark's like, I'll go. And he goes into space the first time to meet with uh, someone on the moon. And it is somebody who is there to see how their their Earth's defender is. And he's played by Seth Rogen. Which is, I would not have cast that. But like, you know what? It's fine. It works. It worked for for how that character was. I thought it made some very silly um, um, in, uh, interaction between those two as they kind of sat there and talked about it and how he realized that he messed up. He went to the wrong planet. He thought he was going to Urath, not Earth. Classic Seth Rogen plays thing. Alan the Alien, by Alan the way. the Alien. Uh, this is his second role as an alien. As far as I know, first one is Paul. Okay, I was gonna guess Paul, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, he's Paul. I don't know that I'd seen Paul. It's fun. It's an enjoyable movie. I I liked it. Jason Bateman's in it. Sigourney Weaver's in it. But I digress. So that was his first try into space. The second try was to accompany humanity's first trip to Mars, and it's a two-week trip and he he tells amber he's like i'm going and i'm gonna do uh gonna do a a a, a doing like the peace corps stuff and go and help people um and his whole job was to go to mars and make sure that the astronauts were not you know affected by anything were attacked by or kidnapped by the indigenous aliens kidnapped by the indigenous aliens who we know that mars has martians because of martian man uh, on the uh, Guardians of the Globe. And it is the most sloppy rescue mission ever ever attempted. <laughs> <laughs> it was not very well planned. They, he eventually is able to get them out because he's, you know, invincible. Yes. And they get them on the shuttle and he tries to fly the shuttle into orbit. But it's like a little too heavy. But eventually they get the thrusters going and they leave. And then he comes back down and is like, I'm going to take this rock. We cool? We good? <laughs> Everything's good? All right, cool. <laughs> I, I was very, I very much like hit Mark's uh, whole attitude. Um, oh, yeah, no, Stephen Yoon hits every emotional cue 
and there is a gamut with Mark throughout the series. Yeah, it's, it's and he crushes all of them. It's great. He's he's so he's so talented. He's did such a good job, and I like the character of Mark Grayson a lot because he reminds me of of characters like Spider Man, like Nightwing, where he's very quippy, he's very mm-hmm. goofy, um, but his heart well, is always in the right young, place. Young, balanced superhero life with like school and yeah. like high school things. Like, yeah, yeah that's that's absolutely in that wheelhouse. Yeah, and. Um, so yeah, he comes back from Mars with that that rock and he gives it to Amber. He's like, I got you something. It's uh an Earth rock. <laughs> but don't take Death it. Definitely a Mars rock. Don't take it to any geologists. They'll just lie to you about something. They're all crazy. Um but that's just kind of how it goes. And the investigation into the Guardians is starting to turn up things. Um Cecil tells tells Demon Detective to drop the case. Demon Detective does not because his whole purpose is, is that his soul can be saved if he helps bring about justice um, through being a detective. And, and he, he finally has a moment where he speaks directly with, with uh, Debbie, uh, Mark's mom, uh, Omni-Man's wife, and, and starts to put in her head Maybe your husband did this. Isn't it strange that of all of the people that were there, all but one died, right? He's the only one that survived. Isn't that, isn't that weird? And so it starts to get her to question, is my husband lying to me? Is, is he being truthful? You know, it, who is, you know, what has Omni-Man been up to? And of course, we as the audience, we know he's the big bad guy. He he killed. Oh, we them. saw. We all we saw, saw in gruesome detail. By the way, don't want, let your kids watch this one. Um, lots of blood, lots of blood, and also some 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 language. Um, but after that whole trip, and you see that Mark's biggest struggle with being invincible is his his attendance, his his punctuality he is always late he's late to school his grades are slipping he's late to work he's late to spend time with amber um to the point where amber is just being fed up with it you know he's he was two hours late to meet amber's parents for dinner uh he just kept missing things missing things and and eve Sticks up for him. She's like, there are a lot of jerks in the world, but Mark is a good one. You have a good one. He is crazy about you. He loves you. And she's like, all right, all right. I'll give him, I'll give him this chance here to come help us at the um at this community center. And that community center, Mark is recruited recruited by the same first bad guy that he fights, the the rock guy whose name is Titan. And he's like, hey, you have to help me take down my boss. My boss is ruining my life. I want to get out of this racket. I want to be, I want to just be with my family. I don't want to be a hired gun anymore. And he goes there and they spring an attack on that whole tower. Um, and it, the, his boss's name is Machine Head, where his head is like robot head. He was really interesting. I liked how they did his voice. Yeah, with the modulation as well. Yes. Or the, I'm sorry, the auto, they just auto-tuned it. Yeah, they but it was great. It. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, and he, he's like, you know, when you're beat, you're beat. But good thing for me is I have money. And he just has all these different hired, hired muscle just show up from different parts of the universe and, and just take it to town on Titan and... And invincible. Eventually, the guardians do show up, and it is just—it's a big fight. And, and before that fight happens, they uh, Titan even says he has some sort of like bomb-proof glass. Like this glass cannot break. So you just see like this big skyscraper, and just at the top, it's like a huge light show is going on. <laughs> and and if they barely scrape out of it. Um, the the he, there's one like big lion guy who just literally takes a mace right to Mark's chest, um, and the the guardians and Mark 
like I said, they barely scrape by. Uh, several of them are hospitalized for significant injuries. Mark is one of them. Um, God, I can't think of that last character on Guardians. Um, but he's one, and then Monster Girl is one. And we see Robot isn't merely just like a robot. He has feelings, and he clearly cares for Monster Girl. And we see that he helps break the Mahler twins out of high security prison uh, and recruits them to make a clone for him. Mm -hmm. Why? We don't technically know at that point, but eventually... I also don't know if we covered, but uh, Monster Girl, when she uses her power, she she grows younger. Yes, she gets younger. So she looks like she's, I think, 14 to 12 at this point. Uh, but she is 24. 24, yeah. Yeah. And so we we learned that he took DNA from Rexplode and he has them, he has the Mahler twins grow a, a clone of him. Um, but to just like him in his preteens, him as a 12, 13 year old kid. And you realize, you find out that Robot isn't a robot. He is someone who has been controlling these robots from a pod. He is this just... Incredibly intelligent, physically just incapable Yes, being. he is uber smart, but he is... Yeah, he, there's nothing... He's not physically capable to do anything, and he's... You know, he's like, I'm a 30-year-old man and I want to be able to uh, experience things in life that I haven't been able to experience. And you realize that he's doing this because he cares about Monster Girl and he, he wants to, one, he wants to help her and try and cure her curse so that she can, you know, age the proper way. Um, and, and, uh, they eventually, you know, they eventually get there and the then Cecil calls everybody back and this is when they finally find out Omni-Man's the big bad. But back to Mark. Mark and Amber's relationship really is rocky. Uh, they go to uh, Upstate University where they're like, you know, we're starting over. This is going to be great. And they run into... A creepy son of a gun, um, played by um, played by the Flash. I can't think of his name. He was also in played by the Flash. He was also in uh, Where the Wild Things Are. Um, I didn't see that. I just read the book. Okay, you're probably not missing much. Um, That's what I gathered. Snyder Snyder verse Flash. I can't think of his name. Uh, it's uh, by Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller. Yes, he plays this uber genius character who likes to steal people and and experiment on them. And he, as he puts it, removing humanity's flaws. And yeah, I hate him. Terrifying cyborg creatures. Um. So even when he's at this school trying to not be invincible, he gets thrown in. Mark gets thrown into this where he. He has to be invincible. He has to save these people. And Amber, when when everything goes, you know, sour, Amber looks for him. He's gone, but there's Invincible. And, you know, Invincible saves the day. But Amber's like, Mark, where were you? You abandoned us. And that's just kind of where their relationship kind of ends for basically the remainder of the show. They have a little bit of an argument. Um, but that's just kind of where where things stand with them. Um, so after all of that, though, and like I said, it is event. It is finally figured out that the mom Debbie finally finds out Omni Man is the one who killed the the original Guardians of the Globe. Why would he do that? You know, and she even confronts him. She's like, "I know what you did. Why would you do that?" And he keeps trying to tell her. He's like. Can you trust me? And she's like, no, I can't. You've been lying to me for I don't know how long. 
Um, and so she goes to the GDA and she tells Cecil and Cecil's like, yeah, we knew. We knew. We just needed to figure out what we were going to do before we confront him about it. And she's like, well, what do you mean? And she's like, and he's like, there's only one person on earth that might be able to stand toe to toe with Omni-Man and win. And that's Mark because Mark is also um, a Ventramite. Not full Ventramite, but basically like 99% Ventramite. And, and so we finally, we see Mark and he just got dumped. So he's going to speak with Eve and just tell her I'm done. I'm done being a superhero. I'm done. It's ruining my life. I thought it was everything I ever wanted. I lost everything. I lost my girl. My grades are slipping. My, my parents are arguing all the time. I've been near death several times. I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. Um, and while that's going on, Omni-Man is going towards them. Cecil and the GDA use a lot of weaponry to slow him down. They use basically the Hammer of Dawn from Gears of War <laughs> just to slow him down. It doesn't. Uh, and then they throw a giant kaiju at him. And that's when um, Adam Eve and, and Invincible are both just kind of, they're cruising. They're, they're just flying and talking. And they see this giant kaiju fighting Omni-Man. And Mark sees his dad in trouble. He's going to go help his dad. Um, and so Omni-Man and, and Invincible fight this giant kaiju. Um, Adam Eve is told by Cecil to go back to the Guardian's hideout um, and just stay there until they are needed. Stay there until uh, they give the, the go-ahead to, to go and, and do something. And, um, and you know, Mark and, and Nolan are, are taking out this giant beast. But they aren't able to really work together because the Mahler twins decided to uh, resurrect the, the body of, um, of the immortal. And as soon as he wakes up, the only thing he wants to do is get revenge on Omni-Man. So he flies straight at him. And so while Omni-Man and Immortal are fighting, Mark is fighting this giant kaiju. Mark eventually beats it because he uses electricity and power lines and all that fun stuff. Notably, they souped up the uh, the monster. Like, they took out the pain indicators. Yeah. So you can just go full rage. Yeah. So this monster is just vicious. And eventually he does take it out. As he takes it out, though, Mark and the entire world see... Omni-Man um, rip uh, rip the immortal in half and killing him again. And Mark is taken aback. He's like, why? why? And this is where you finally learn the true purpose of Nolan, of Omni-Man, why he killed them all. He said, I am from Ventramite. I, I am, or I am a Ventramite. I'm from Ventrum. And how, and we were not a peaceful world. We are a world that we took out all of our weaknesses. And you should see the same like shot originally, but all of these Ventramites just fighting and killing each other and killing each other until they completely sort out the weak. So only the strong survive. And, and this all happened before he was born. This all happened well before Mark was born. Born or before um, Nolan was born, yes, well before Nolan was born. Is Viltrumite? Viltrumite. I don't Viltrumite. think I ever heard that L once in this show. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, so he's like, Yeah, I didn't lie to you, it was from there, but it's not the planet I told you about. And when I was, when he was old enough, he joined the military and they sent Viltrumites out. One, one by one to individual planets so that they could help weaken it on their own because they Viltrumite was the strongest empire in the galaxy, so they decided to make it the only empire in the galaxy. Yep. 
so they're like, so basically they go to these worlds, weaken them, and they say, cool, I will destroy this planet, or you can join the Empire. And that's the whole, that's the whole plan. Yes. But Mark's like, are you kidding me? And he's like, no, this is what it's always been. Like, your mom's great as a pet. And which, like, that it's was, emotionally crushing. Yeah, that's what sets him off. Emotionally crushing. But also, he made love to his pet? Yeah, like, ew, dude. Like, I, I just couldn't. <laughs> I just could not. I was able to watch the last couple episodes a second time. And, like, man, that, no. Yeah. <laughs> the implications are just really messed up. And he, and that's when Mark has heard it and he's like no this can't happen i have friends here i have family here what about all of us all the people that you care about and he's like our lives last significantly longer than any of these people yeah like you're gonna live for do you say thousands of years something something crazy it's like no one here matters and the great scheme of things no no one here matters because they won't be alive in a little bit so who right. cares? It's all for the glory of the empire. That's what I'm loyal to. That's what you have to be loyal to. And Mark's struggle is my friends, my family, mom. Also, I've never met these aliens. Yeah. Why do I have to throw the only life I've known away blindly to a lie? Like it's not, he's not about that life. So they, they get very into it. Yeah. And woof. <laughs> Mark um, does not have a good time fighting his dad. They, he gets thrown around basically the planet. He gets thrown into, into Chicago and they, they, the GDA tries to help Mark as best they can. Omni-Man does nothing to him. Um, but he gets thrown into Chicago. The building, there's a building collapse. There's, Cars being thrown everywhere, this, that, and the other. And um, then we see, like, Omni-Man's like, see how difficult it is to save everybody? Isn't this just easier? This is what we're supposed to do. We are conquerors. And Mark isn't for that. He continues to attempt to fight. Um, He then gets basically beaten all the way to Mount Everest, where earlier in the show they had a very touching father-son moment at Mount Everest and and uh, and 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 Mark still won't give up. He's like, no, you can be changed. We don't have to do this. We're a family. And this is when you see the the meme that we see that have circulated for months, the think Mark um, with with Omni Man pointing at his head, right? We see that, and and during that fight, we also see. Look at the amount of. Oh, look at what all they need to mimic a fraction of our power, which we've seen turned into you know um, many many a different memes as well. Mm-hmm. But the fight just kind of it's just not going Mark's way, and eventually Omni Man just. Starts- it's so much so to where Omni Man's like just beating into a pulp, and is like, you know what? Who cares? <laughs> I can start over again. 17 years is nothing. Yeah. Make another kid. Who cares? It's fine. Yep. And while but then he has a, that, yeah, he has a flashback of Mark playing his first baseball game. And there's, uh, you know, he's talking with Debbie and, and she's like, you know, you should really sit in the stands. And he's like, it'd be a better view. Look from the, the, the top. And so, um, we see that happen. And Mark hits a home run uh, inside the park home run, but a home run nonetheless. And he is able to um, like, and and you see like actual joy on Omni-Man. I think really like the first time in the show, right? Is the just first bit of legitimate joy that he has for his son. And it cuts back to, you know, the modern day and he just kind of stops. He wants to keep going, but he stops. And he just kind of has a moment where he just sits there and um, and leaves. Yeah, and just leaves. And so we see that happen. And then we see the, the, the aftermath 
of everything of Omni Man showing his true colors that he never cared about anybody and and the life that Mark and Debbie have to go back to. And this entire time we've been talking, we haven't talked about Mark's best friend, William, which is just a really is not fair because we should be talking about Mark's BFF, William, because he was such a fun character. Um, and, and they all just kind of show up at his house. His, you know, Amber shows up and she kisses him and Mark's like, wait, I thought we were done. She's like, I, she, they don't, she's like, I'm willing to try again. And we see William and Adam Eve show up and William <laughs> spills the beans that he knew that Mark was uh, invincible, but all, all of them knew at that point. Um, but they didn't all know that they all knew. Yeah, they didn't all know that they all knew. <laughs> so we see that uh, that all come to fruition. And and you're like, okay, well, there are still unanswered questions. One, where's Omni-Man? We, all we know is that he went into space and left in, in a just a straight trajectory. So wherever he's going, he's going far. And then the show shows you all these different story threads that happen throughout the show. You have the stuff on Mars that happened. You have the stuff with um, Titan that happened. You have other things that, you know, the giant cat dude with Mace and stuff like that. And just showing his, his rogues gallery, right? And Yeah, I saw it as like, well, so that's framed in a conversation he's having with Alan. Yeah. Because they're out getting pizza, and he gets a call. He's like, "Listen, it's the guy from the the it's uh, Cecil." Cecil, yeah. He goes, "Listen, something's flying super fast towards Earth. We don't know what it is, but and that's really all you hear." And then he flies off. And everyone's like, "So," and then, <laughs> and then each is like, "So, I guess that I should tell you that I'm Adam Eve." Yep. And they're like, oh, amazing. Oh, cool. You're yeah, the that's one that cool. can duplicate herself, right? No, that's duplicate. <laughs> I love how he like mistakes her for duplicate, but it's like, no, not the one with short, dark hair. The one with long, flowing red hair. Right. <laughs> you idiot. Right. It's so ridiculous to me. Anyway, <laughs> um, and it's what's hurtling towards there. Mark's winding up a punch, but it's Alan. Mm-hmm. And he goes, listen. Uh, Earth is just off limits. The there's a Viltrumite living there, and like, yikes! And he goes right, and they have a conversation. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, so you're part Viltrumite? Yeah, and like your dad? Yeah." And he's like, "That's that's crazy." So Earth is like flagged for destruction, um, or slash being conquered. Yeah, and it is absolutely unheard of and kind of terrifying that your dad just left because Viltrumites are relentless. They will never stop. No Viltrumite has ever just given up. That's not a thing. So, and at the end of the conversation, he asks Mark, he's like, so what are you, what are you going to do in the meantime? And that's where you get basically just all the dangling plot lines. Yes. That they could pick up on. Uh, the the Mahler twins are like locked up, but like robots there. The the stone dude is like a crime boss who he fights another crime, a different faction crime boss in his mm-hmm. in his uh, thing. The crazy doctor guy is like with a bunch of lava monsters. Like there's a lot of different just dangling plot threads that were not wrapped up. And he's like, I don't know, finish high school. <laughs> he's like, Yeah, good, good, good. Sounds good. What's uh, what's high school? And that's how it ends. Yeah. All to the hives. Hate to say I told you so. Yep. All right. There was a lot that we didn't cover on with a lot of those characters. But yeah, this is a show I would absolutely recommend. It was very fun. Um, it was very brutal. Like I said before, J.K. Simmons, I don't think he's ever taken a day off in his life when it comes to acting. Um, but it was really good. I would absolutely recommend it. I'm very excited for a season two. There's a lot that they can do. Um, I'm interested to see what happens with Omni-Man. 
where he's going because I imagine that they're just not going to completely forget about him. I'm sure they'll do some sort of side plot with him. My guess, and these answers are probably out there because, again, the the comic wrapped like within the past 12 to 18 months. Right. But my guess, not having read the comics, is he's going to go back to the to Viltrumite and be like, listen, I had a kid, so we got a Viltrumite on that planet, but he has gone rogue. We need reinforcements. I can see that. Is my guess. I don't have a... I mean, obviously, I can just read the comments. So, yeah. I don't have a way of knowing. No, I could totally just read the comments. But yeah, that's my guess as to what's going on, what's mm-hmm. going to happen. Um, do you have any guesses? My guess, I mean, we know that we're going to see Mark get stronger, get better, and become a better hero um, as he's going to kind of take up that mantle that Omni-Man left. Can you become more invincible? Can you become more invincible? We're going to find out on season two. Um, And I think we're going to see something. I don't know. I don't know if he's going to go straight back to Viltrum. I don't know if he's going to stop elsewhere. Once again, we, like you said, we could absolutely find this out if we read the comics. Um, And I'm sure eventually we will get, get around to those um, probably around the time next season comes around or something. Um, but overall, yeah, it was it's fun. It was it was a fun show to watch. I had to binge watch three quarters of it today. Um, <laughs> so that was fun. Um, yeah, I did all of it on Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. I think I watched a little bit on well, no, not on Saturday. I was at the baseball game Saturday. You were at a baseball game. I was at a baseball game. Um, but yeah, so that was Invincible. Check it out. Absolutely. Even though, you know, your money's going to a, a, a jerk of a Jeffrey human <laughs> But so we, we are next week. We're going to take a little bit of a break. But we decided we're having so much fun doing talking trades, ghost movies, and also, and their, also couch, their couches. That we're going to come back the following week. With the Suicide Squad, as that is apparently right around the corner, and the the Suicide Squad kind of came out of nowhere for us, but uh, it's coming out on August 9th. August eleventh is when we're going to, I think, record. So that'll be fun, or I don't know, more time. than likely yeah. around, yeah, around that week, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I don't, I don't know time, but uh, yeah. So next week we're gonna just kind of take a break. Some of us are going to get uh, caught up on doing their actual job, like me. <laughs> um, and yeah, we'll get uh, we'll get Loki out to you, and we'll get all the and the backstagers and all that, and and this and this for you too. But yeah, if you haven't checked out Infamous or not Infamous, why do I want to keep Invincible? <laughs> I mean, play Infamous while you're at it too. Games are great. Oh, for sure. Um, but if you haven't checked out Invincible, one. Thanks for listening, I guess. I hope we didn't spoil too much. Uh, I hope we did, because we gave you a warning. So it's kind of on you. (laughs) I hope you go back and give the show a watch. And, you know, with your Amazon Prime membership, then watch The Boys. Because that show is also fun and has superheroes and lots of... Yeah, it is way more intense. But yes, it is also very good. Yes. But uh, But I cannot stress this enough. Way more intense. Other than that, we'll uh, we'll be back with the Suicide Squad, the hotly anticipated, getting great reviews out of the Super. Yeah, we got early. some really impressions, and they are all overwhelmingly positive. I've also heard that you don't need to watch Birds of Prey and Suicide Squad to get it. Am I going to? I'm going to watch Birds of Prey. We'll see if I we'll see if I uh, feel like punishing myself and watching Suicide Squad. <laughs> I've seen both cuts. It's whatever. Um, but Birds of Prey, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to watch Birds of Prey. Are you kidding me? I don't need an excuse. But uh, yeah, that will do it for us here at Talking Trades for the week. Uh, so we'll see you in, well, we'll talk to you in a bit. Um, for John and Matt, we'll say uh, be safe, be cool. Uh, don't try and join some sort of empire to take over the planet just because you are all a league of supermen. Like, that's kind of rude, but it is rude, but I mean, he's loyal to it. So, like, yeah, you know, I, you know, I can't <laughs> fault a man for his no, loyalties. It's, he's, it is his loyalty, which is just the only thing making him great. Because, like, the plan overall is very much evil. But yeah, 
But anyway, but he's an interesting character and bought to life by J.K. Simmons. Can't oh, praise him enough. Yeah, J.K. Just even when he played the yellow M&M, like, come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> but that'll do it. Uh, that's the podcast for this week. Okay, bye. Bye. on Twitter at Talking Trades. Follow Jeremy on Twitter at LizardKing27. You can find John on Twitter at MaesterLaka, M-A-E-S-T-E-R-L-A-K-A. And for this and other projects from Matt, please check out Facebook at Matt Spina Music. And remember, we're not experts, we're fans. 